Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi and welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of no judgment. How are you feeling going into the week? I want to know more interestingly enough while you disappear from your microphone across the room. (laughs) Are you walking out on the show? Has it come to that now? Before we jump in, can we just acknowledge our surroundings today? We're in the studio. Back home, where we belong, face to face. We're together again. Look at your lovely face. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and it feels feels so good. good. We could have a covers album. Oh, I'd love that. (laughs) So, come on. Yeah. How's your week been with no judgment? Are you still doing it? Are you still conscious of it? I'm trying. (laughs) Then you and I have various conversations and you go, oh, that was a bit judgy. Well, (laughs) we just had a conversation. We just had a conversation about fibromyalgia. I mean, yeah. yeah. And Yolanda from Real Housewives. Yeah, and Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah, I felt that you were (laughs) veering on the judgmental side of that. So how is it going? Listen, I'm still the judgy McJudgment. But has this week highlighted anything to you? Yeah. Which is? It's not necessarily always helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Will you stick to it? I am going to try. Look, it's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. To be a judgy. Luckily, you do it with a lot of humour. Yeah, but that doesn't make it nice. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make it very amusing. (laughs) It doesn't make it nice. How's your week of continuating with the no judgment bin I mean you know I've caught myself out a few Mm, times yeah and it's annoying Mm. and it's like then I have to pull myself up on it and that's Mm. annoying Mm. um it's a work in progress it ain't gonna take a week no it's gonna take longer than that it's a life of work I think yeah and a life of trying to better ourselves yeah if we want to I've noticed other people's judgments more have you but that's me judging their judgments have you pointed it out to them only my husband (laughs) I wouldn't oh no I did point out to my best friend the other day yeah she wasn't that interested in the conversation funnily enough Mm. now I do have a quiz (gasps) for you a special back to the studio quiz oh it's a 
back home quiz. Now, just because I thought instead of bringing more science and yeah. more research, yeah. I just thought let's just call out and see how judgmental Lauren is. Oh, <laughs> what do you think? Wow. Okay. That I've done it. fun. I've done it. For you. So this quiz will help you figure out if you are just opinionated or terribly judgmental. Oh, Jesus. So number one, do you always look for flaws in other people? A, not always. B, I believe in perfection. The answers are a bit black I mean, and white. Because there is, there neither, is gr- neither of those things. Well, you have to pick one, A or B. Not always where I believe in perfection. I don't believe in perfection. So not always then. Not always. It's funny that you were hesitant about not always. Yeah. I, okay. Next question. Do you like the company of people who are different from you? A, why not? It's always a pleasure to meet people from different backgrounds. Or B, I feel very out of place with them. Oh, no. I love other, I love the diversity of human beings. So, that is the fun of the world, right? Absolutely. Number three, do you tend to label... It's, this is a bit of a silly quiz. Okay. And can we just say, I, I didn't write the quiz. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. Do, do you tend to label people as soon as you meet them? A, I believe in knowing more about the person or B, the first impression is the last impression. Oh no, the first impression is usually the last impression. <laughs> really? But you're not the same. No. But that is a human thing. They do say that you judge a person within three seconds yes. of meeting them. But you can change your mind. You can, but often it sticks. Often. What was your first impression of me when you met me? Sexy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sexy? Yeah. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> a bit like, is that it? Is that it? Like you're just saying, what was my first impression? That was it. Right. My first impression was, isn't she cool? Because you were wearing dungarees and your hair was sort of flowy. And, and then my second impression was, oh my God, she is so opinionated. Judgmental then. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, but not. In a, but it wasn't like I. Oh my god, she's so opinionated. I'm not sure I like her. It was like, oh my god, I'm so. She's so opinionated. She's quite out there, and I quite like it. It was more like that. Oh, okay. And your second impression? Like very together. Oh, thanks. like you were a proper grown up. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that either. Sex, a sexy grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> right, number four. Do you have a problem trusting others? A, not really. B, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Number five. Do you tend to jump to conclusions without listening to the entire story? A, no. I only form my opinion after listening to the entire thing. Or B, not always. Totally dependent on who's telling the story. If I'm telling the story. Oh, then I will probably wait to the end. So not always. Not always. Oh, no. Oh, I think I pressed the wrong one. Oh, well. Number six. <laughs> What's likely to be your first reaction if someone wears something inappropriate to work? A, who am I to say anything? It's totally their wish. B, what some- a slag. <laughs> Is that answer B? Yes. Okay, that one then. No, it was B, some people really don't have it in them. I don't know what that means. Have what? Should we put C, what a slag? Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Let's just put B. Um, number seven, when someone shares their achievements with you, how do you usually feel? A, I'm glad for them. B, they are just showing off. Oh no, always glad. You are. Mazel tovs all round. Lovely. Oh, that's not Yiddish. That's Hebrew. Well, same thing. It means congratulations. It it's a Jewish congratulations. Eight, how would you react if someone mispronounced a word? A, I'll let it pass. No, B, no. I, might, I swear to God I this is written. never let that pass. <laughs> B, I might chuckle or correct them. I would definitely. Or C, I would definitely pull them up on it. I C, I would pronounce it correctly. You do that with me all I, 
the I fucking do. time. I do. Number nine. What are your thoughts about people who text only in acronyms? A, who cares? B, they are so old school. Aren't they new school? That's what I thought. Oh, I'd be like, oh, they're a bit, I don't know yeah. what they're talking about because yeah. I'm too ancient. <laughs> they're a bit young and for they're, me. They're too cool. <laughs> Why? If you only text in acronyms, I think I'm the wrong person to be texting. You mean to be texting someone And also else. I'd have to go on Google a lot. Like when yeah. I text yeah. with my daughter, she obviously only texts in acronyms and I'm constantly Googling <laughs> what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. We need to see none of the above. I think that might be the answer for most of the yes, quiz. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think we're too old for this quiz. Um, Number 10, do you like gossiping? A, sometimes yes. B, I live for it. Listen, I really would love to sit here and say to you, I don't. But the thing is, I'm a woman and I do. And I also know that it's bad and unhealthy. But I also like it. And isn't that why we all watch reality TV? But you don't live for it. I don't live for it. But isn't that why we all watch Real Housewives? Because we're like watching them gossiping about each other. Yeah. And we love to be a part yeah. of it. And actually, when the, in the Real Housewives, when they get to their own personal stories, I'm very rarely interested. Yeah. I only like them. The dynamic. The group dynamic yeah, when they're course. all going at each other. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes yes, or I live for it. Sometimes yes. Number 11 and the final question. A friend gives you an inexpensive birthday present. What would your reaction be? Thank a, you so much. A gift is a gift. Or B, I'll be offended. What? Exactly. You'd have to be a complete what arsehole. What kind of motherfucker is offended? <laughs> I know, I know, I agree. It's a silly quiz. I said I didn't write okay. it. Right. Sorry, sister, but you are the judgmental type. You are quick to jump to conclusions and tend to write people off easily, especially when their ideas don't match yours. Would you like to share this on Facebook? Um, uh, no. So, so that is our judging quiz. Okay. Does that come as a surprise to you? No. God, no. I know myself well and, and I accept myself with the flaws. Yeah. Well, we all have flaws. Not to say that I wouldn't like to improve on, upon them. That's nice. That's lucky because you have a self-care podcast that helps you do just that. Oh, yeah, that's handy. I asked on Instagram, do you think you could go a whole week without being judgmental? Ooh. And the options were I would never judge and the other one was not a chance. Oh, come on. What do you think the percentages uh, 75% were? 75% not a chance. 84% said not a chance. At least they're honest, our, our followers. 16% said I would never judge. Now, we had over 100 people reply to that poll. Okay. I, I mean, that sounds accurate. So, it does sound accurate, but really... How many of those 16% do you think are just liars? But th th that's the thing. It's impossible to never judge anything or anyone. It's impossible. We're all judgmental and we yeah. live in a judgmental world and yes. that's just a fact. Yes. So do we believe those 16%? Sorry if you're well, listening and you hit that. I don't know. I believe that their intention is right. And if they are able oh. to, then good for them. Yeah. Then I asked what your thoughts are on being judgmental. Mm -hmm. Becky said, while everyone makes judgments, I think it's best to consciously try not to. Abby mm -hmm. said it's hard not to, but it's better vibes if you don't. Yep. She's right. Yep. Yep. Um, Elle says it's a sign of being insecure. Nina says, who's one of my closest friends, she's judging that I can't not judge for a week. Well, you are absolutely right, Nina. But she would say that. Mm. Jessie says we are all unconsciously biased, but to prejudge someone intentionally is actually unfair. Mm -hmm. I agree with Jessie. Rachel says, I think most of the time it's totally unconscious, but seeing posts on Instagram, etc., and forming an opinion. I hate doing it though. And I do try to stop myself. Mm -hmm. um, and then someone else said, judgment needs to be tempered with radical empathy. Whoa. Radical empathy. <sighs> Imagine a week of radical empathy. I think we should do it. 
Oh sounds exhausting. <laughs> I need Valium. It does sound exhausting, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It really We've got to do it then. Maybe. I had an email in from Joanne. She said, Hi, I love the podcast. My life changed so much after putting the law of attraction practice into place. I've met stars, won holidays and money. A great example was I was in LA and I said, the only star I know is Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, we love Lisa Oh, I don't love Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, I love her. No, I'd like to meet her and I'd like to go and have lunch with her at her restaurant. But you don't want to go to Villa Rosa and be I, with the swans and all the mini ponies and the dogs. I, I do. Yeah. But she's a bit scary and a bit manipulative. I'd love to have tea with Lisa at Villa Rosa. <laughs> so much. <laughs> anyway. We should manifest that. Okay. Anyway, she says, Joanne, my son texted me that day and said, when you see Lisa, give her my love. Anyway, that night I met her and we spoke. And when she found out I was a counsellor, she offloaded to me. Joanne, I feel like there's so much more involved in that story. Oh my God, I want to know what she offloaded. Yeah, what did she offload and how did you meet her and what was she wearing? <gasps> was it pink? Was it pink? Was Jiggy with her or was Jiggy passed over to the other side by this point? Oh, please answer us. We need all the info. <laughs> we do. What did she offload? What did yeah. she offload? She's got a sh lot to offload, don't you think? It's quite, I can't believe she did that to a stranger. Well, maybe she needed to. Because otherwise it's just going to be all over the telly. Well, maybe she won't tell us because she's really professional, Joanne. Tell us privately, Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> I promise we won't bring it to the club. <laughs> also had a message from Ellie on Instagram who said, Hello, I've just felt compelled to message you. I've just stopped my run to do so. Ooh. I'm listening to your podcast about classical music and I've just got to the part where you mentioned Spiegel im Spiegel and I wanted to tell you that I listened to this one track on repeat whilst in labour with my second child who was born oh. last year. It was a two-hour established labour. Well done. And I was totally immersed Why in this well done because that's a nice short labor for her oh, okay i was totally immersed in this one track the whole time i love classical music and revised to it when i was younger and now listen to it most mornings with my two children love listening to your podcasts right back to the running now Aww. oh thank you for that that was lovely yeah that was a perfect message for you it really was it was it brought it? together music yeah. birth yeah practices from the club running everything. for you running for not right i don't run oh yeah that's true i don't either you never completed it, did you? No. I'm so upset for you about that. I, I'm not in the least bit upset. I, I, don't, I don't lie in my bed at night thinking, gosh, I wish I'd run that 5k. For those of you listening, yeah. we want you to know that the gyms have now opened and we have got a plan in place to get Lauren in the gym. I don't want to talk about it. And I reckon, <laughs> I reckon that our trainer is going to get you running. What do you think? Not a chance. <laughs> I haven't even got any trainers. I haven't even literally, I haven't even got anything to put on my feet right What are now. you going to train in? I haven't got a clue. I was thinking about this yesterday. Or am I, I'm going to have to buy trainers for this month of gym work. Well, yeah. it might not just be a month of gym work. Why don't you see it as like a potential opening of exercising your body for the, for, you know, okay. for the long term. Okay. You might enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for being in touch and bringing all your messages coming in listen I'm going to refer back a lot about Lauren getting Lauren in the gym because we're doing it for a month and then we're going to bring it to the show to the main show and it's going to be great 
And you are up for it, aren't you? I am totally up for it. I'm dreading it, but I am up for it. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be our best week yet, I think. Anyway, so keep your messages and thoughts coming in. Any words of wisdom for Lauren? Anything you want to wish her luck? She could do with all the support, can't you, Lauren? (laughs) Yeah, some Volterol. (laughs) Volterol won't help you. Volterol Volterol won't help you. Isn't that for the back? For the muscle ache afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, that'll help you. Yeah. Anyway, you can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or come and DM us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We're taking a short break and we'll be back here in a minute for our wellness news flash. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day, we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time. And that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren. If she can manage to navigate it, anyone can. Mm. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Join us on the Football Ramble as we explore the ridiculous world of football. We bring in-depth analysis of the biggest moments, like Bruno Fernandes' one-eyed penalties. Sounds like a Metallica song. Yeah, it does. <laughs> obviously, like... with one eye open. <laughs> but if you have one eye closed, you know your perception. So imagine yeah. if you tried the dink and it just like went like two feet in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> Every weekday, we cover the good, the bad, and the Newcastle. Although Shelby wasn't surprised either. He said the way they play isn't great. (laughs) (laughs) And you couldn't fucking beat him, could you? Could Shelby be the mole? Didn't Bruce accuse the mole of treason? (laughs) (laughs) To the Geordie Nation. Putting the football world to rights. If you want to put a message on a T-shirt under your shirt, slag it off your mind. Yeah. That is an absolute minefield in the dressing room. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, lads, I'll put it in another language. Do you know how many languages that man speaks? Not with Roy. I won't walk with Roy. We're here with the biggest stories from the sport we love, and we want you to get involved too. Search the Football Ramble on your favourite podcast player to listen now. This was a Stakhanov production. Wellness News Flash. So this is a news flash about a story that's been everywhere. Um, Khloe Kardashian's unfiltered photo scandal. I mean, the fact that you can even have a headline about an unfiltered photo being a scandal. You barely need to read the article, but anyway, 
let's go into it. I have really felt for her through all of this. So this is the story for anyone who hasn't yet heard it. Uh, Khloe Kardashian is addressing a recent leaked bikini photo of herself that she didn't love. Amid social media debates surrounding the unauthorised image that was shared online this week, the 36-year-old Keeping Up With The Kardashian star posted a lengthy message to Instagram on April 7th about struggling with her body image. She included topless footage filmed in her bathroom along with a video from an Instagram Live that she had recorded on the same day that revealed her midsection. Chloe captioned the post, Yes, I did a live to show you all this isn't photoshopped. In the message, the reality TV star wrote, Hey guys, this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful. But as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it not to be shared regardless of who you are. Chloe went on to explain that constant ridicule and judgment my entire life has been too much to bear, particularly comments that compare her to her sisters or question her biological father's identity. Oh, God, that's terrible. For over a decade now in photos, every single flaw and imperfection has been micro-analysed and made fun of to the smallest detail, and I am reminded of them every day by the world. She continued, When I take that criticism to use as motivation to get myself in the best shape of my life and to even help others with the same struggles, I'm told I couldn't have done it through hard work and I must have paid for it all. Chloe says she loves a good filter, good lighting and an edit here and there and compared it to wearing makeup or a pair of heels. She added, this is exactly what I will continue to do unapologetically. She concluded by saying her family and friends tell her daily that she's beautiful, but it only counts if she feels that way from within. I've realised we cannot continue to live life trying to fit into the perfect mould of what others have set for us, she shared. Just do you and make sure your heart is happy. Thoughts? (sighs) There's so many thoughts. First, like I said before, I felt bad for her and it kind of put it into perspective of how much judgment there has been on her and how much it has the press pulling her to pieces and the public pulling her to pieces for her not looking exactly like her sisters or being as thin as her sisters has created a bit of a monster in itself. May I pause you for one second on that? She has actively, proactively chosen for her image and her body to be her fame, fortune and her life. That wasn't forced upon her. That's how she's made her money. Well, that's what I was going to say. Okay. But it's a bit of a vicious circle because it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Because that's what she's, how she's built her brand Mm. and what she builds her brand on Mm. and this, you know, reality TV nonsense and the keeping up with the Kardashians, which was one of the first of its kind and then being these social media they're just so they're so famous aren't they they're such household names and they've created the filter and 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 they've endorsed all of this behavior they have they have but that's why I say what came first the chicken or the egg but it doesn't mean that it comes without its own struggle and they probably didn't intend for that it's just kind of taken on a life of its own regardless she no one deserves to be ridiculed to the point that she has and then for it to create, you know, unhealthy habits in her life. And I think that she has every right to say, 
actually, I don't like that photo, take it down. She does. Of course she does. It's her body and her image and also her image is her brand. Yes. So if the image doesn't look good, doesn't fit with her brand and, and I understand that from a sort of business perspective as well as a personal but perspective. But whilst she might have created a lot of this behaviour herself and her sisters, yeah. it doesn't mean that it's without its own difficulty and struggle and my heart went out to her. I saw it from a different side after that statement. My other feeling about it is how lovely would it have been and how much better for girls and women for her to have said, I I know she did say I look beautiful in this photo, but for her to not have demanded that it was taken off the internet and for her to have embraced it because she looks gorgeous. Can we just say she's smiling? She looks happy. She's got no makeup on. Her body looks banging. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. She looks stunning, right? She did. So for her to, to own it, to embrace it and for other girls to see an image that, that is, I mean, I want to say obtainable, but I mean, she's still gorgeous but I think all these girls are seeing but you it. say obtainable but then she says in her statement that she basically works day and night to get to that body that's probably not her natural body shape or weight she probably works out every single day yeah. she watches every single yeah. thing that goes in her mouth and she's probably incredibly restricted about how she moves and what she eats and what she drinks possibly but when you add into that the filtering and the editing and the photoshopping you've got girls like your daughters looking at photos of these Kardashians but, but the, and they're never going to look like but, that because it's Ka- not real but the Kardashians are not role models in that area they should be but they're not. Mm. They make everything fucking worse. But everyone 1, should be. percent. If they, st- they, they have so have much the, power. But they have so, exactly. They have such an enormous platform that they should use it responsibly. That's what I'm saying. And sadly, they don't. If she, the difference it would make to girls, to the world out there, for her to say, yeah, this is what I look like when I'm not photoshopped and I look great. Yeah. And other girls could go, oh, Okay, I don't have to look at photos on Instagram every day and feel shit yes. about how I yes. look. Yes, that That's the power play that I would have liked to have seen here. Not the power play of I own my image, I own my body, I'm taking it off the internet. I would have liked to have seen something that was for the better good. I, I can only imagine that she was very heavily advised as to I'm how sure. to approach it. I'm sure. And you're right, they did miss a trick, but I would imagine that, that there is a lot more at play that we don't know it's about. It's their brand. It's their brand. And I'm sure and it, that assistant and her body has is, been long sacked. And her body is her money. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's I her livelihood. It. I get it. Um, there has been another story and some very upsetting news in the press this week. The Big Brother star, Nikki Graham, sadly passed away after suffering for many years with an eating disorder. We just want to say that our hearts go out to her family and her friends at this very tragic time. Our thoughts are, of course, with them all. Um... And we must be able to do more for people like Nikki and so many people that suffer from this terrible disease. If you or someone you may know are affected by the issues in this story, please go to the BBC Action Line where you will find a huge array of services and support available to you. Yeah. So... What have you been doing for your self-care? This It's been a big week well, this week. it's been a massive week. We have to talk about the week. Yes. The world reopened yesterday. <laughs> it did. I mean, we're in the studio. That's we're just studio. beyond exciting in itself. So we're in England, so shops opened yesterday. Yeah. Hairdressers, nail salons. Gyms. Gyms. Yeah. Pubs. Uh, so Restaurants. Yeah. It opened. Everything opened. So we asked you on our Instagram page how you were all feeling about it. 
Um, and these were some of your responses. Uh, Jesse said, I'm super excited to have restrictions lifted, although it's a little bit tricky with some friends and family who are extra cautious or anxious, as I don't want to make them uncomfortable or invalidate their feelings, but I am so ready to be out and about. Yeah. I think that is going to be a huge thing. God, that sums so up so much. so many people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and very much about not being judgmental. It ties in beautifully, yeah. doesn't it? And everyone has got a different version of what they're comfortable with. Mm. Uh, Lozabi said, feeling relieved to think that there's some creature comforts becoming accessible again, such as basic bloody trim. To be honest, I've been out and about the way through with my work and I've enjoyed the peaceful roads and the quieter places, but equally there's been nothing to access. So I'm feeling good in general and optimistic. Oh, good. It's funny yesterday on Instagram, the, the amount of hair transformations. Oh, Did you yeah. see loads I, of them? I it didn't just... actually, because it must be a different, you have a, must have a very different feed to me, but yeah. I didn't see any. People were very excited. Apart from my mum, who was beyond beside herself with her hair transformation. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it looked as lovely as it has always looked for many decades, she was very, very happy. So I was very happy for her. That's sweet. She was feeling good in herself. I also did spend three hours on my mother's hair. Oh, that was very good of you. Thank you. Well, I've got to spend many hours on many women's hair. <laughs> I haven't actually started yet. I start tomorrow with the hairdressing. Good luck with that. Thank you. Lowry Nicole 1998 says, I'm in Wales, but I've booked a haircut and I think that we're reopening tomorrow more too. I feel worried about it, especially with it coinciding with the last day of half term here. Hopefully it will be the first step to normality, but I can't help to be worried that it might lead to another lockdown. Can we have a quick discussion about what you, how you feel about going back to life? How I feel? Yeah. I thought, well, you're the only person in the room that I can ask. I didn't know if you were <laughs> opening this up to our listeners. Oh. Um, I, I'm really excited and ready and I, I didn't think I'd be, but yesterday my friend booked us lunch at the pub. Lovely. Um, and we did a long walk with the dogs and then had lunch in the pub outside. Oh, how nice. Not, not a boozy lunch. We had a tomato juice because we're crazy <laughs> <laughs> with some Worcester sauce and a bit of Tabasco and a slice of lemon. That um, is so 80s. No, what it is is so middle-aged on an aeroplane. That's what it is. That's what middle-aged people order on an aeroplane. Why, why on I an aeroplane? Because when you're on the plane and they're like, hello, madam, what can I get you to drink? I always say... Do, oh. they, do they speak with a very husky voice? Yes, they do. <laughs> I always have a tomato juice. Why? I've never had just a tomato feel, juice on a plane. Maybe, just, that's just the aeroplane drink of choice for me. Weird. Well, I wouldn't drink a fizzy drink. Why and not? I, I just don't really do fizzy drinks and I don't really like to drink booze on planes. And you don't do water. And obviously I don't drink water. So what else am I going to drink? I don't know, what, orange juice? No, I don't <laughs> Apple do juice. juices. I don't do juices. Well, you do, you do a tomato juice. Yeah, but that's not the same. It's all full of sugar. It doesn't feel sugary. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, look, all I'm saying is... I don't is, even need to rip that I was pieces, feeling do I? a bit... Co- no. I was feeling a bit cautious about what it might be like when the world opened, but I'll tell you what it was like. Everyone was in a good mood. Yeah. I was sitting in a sort of tented marquee with strangers. That was amazing yep. to be around people who were other people who I don't live with. Yeah. And just well, like, we just saw Pete, one of our I producers. Know. I literally was just hello, someone Charlie I, and Finn and people that don't live in my house. It's yeah. so nice to see you. And everyone was like had a buzz about them, yeah. and you could just feel it was like a lovely feeling of freedom. Beautiful. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So I'm I'm mega excited. I I'm not feeling cautious or worried or scared. I'm feeling ready to slowly 
reemerge into the world. Like there's a that's what that's of what I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah, we've got a we've got three evening plans in place over literally the next five weeks. And I don't feel like I want to pack the diary full of everything. No. I certainly don't want to be hosting at my house and cooking more. But I'm slowly ready to come out of the chrysalis. Like mm. a mole blinking into the sunlight. Yes, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm also not ready. Yeah. I went for a walk with my friend this morning and she said that her husband sort of said to her, right, pack the diary out. Come on, we're going out. And I said, I can't do that anymore. I'm not doing that. I'm not going from one extreme to the other. I'm not booking a restaurant in six months in advance because I'm worried I won't get... I can't no. be a part of no. that nonsense. No. And just slowly, slowly. And I do want a bit of, you know, freedom. Like if someone says to me on a Thursday, oh, do you want to come around for a takeaway on Saturday night? I know that I have the availability to do that. Yeah. Those sorts of things, getting things a bit more free-flowing yeah. rather than the rigidity that I we were doing before. And And do you feel like... Now you've had so long without being able to do anything that your part of you wants to kind of re-examine what is necessary and what isn't. Absolutely. And like what was like, I have to have my nails done every Thursday. And now you're like, I really don't need them done. Yeah, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. And look, we have we're still living through what has been a catastrophic year in many, many, many ways. Yeah. And listen, I feel like I have grown more in this year than I have in any other year. And that has made me readdress what I want in my life, who I want in my life yeah. and what I don't want and who I don't want in yeah. my life. Yeah. And life has become smaller and I feel much more richer for it. Mm. And I do want to keep a hold of that. Mm. So I don't want to go out to a restaurant every Saturday night and spend God knows what on a shitty meal with crap service, refusing to do that. Um, the people that I love, I very much want around me. Mm. Um, but it's slowly, slowly. Yeah. And, and, I f and I feel very empowered by that, actually. Mm. I hope in the long term, for some people, they will feel that there has been a benefit to this, to these restrictions in a way that they have re-evaluated a lot of things. And I'd like to think that the, the small things that we used to get very het up about mm. don't creep back in. I'm sure they will. Listen, this seriously, yesterday we ran out of bread. I went to the shop and I bought some bread. But I was remembering back to last March when not only could you not really go out and buy bread because we were all really much too scared to pop yeah. into Waitrose, but also you couldn't get hold of any bread flour. So I remember having two weeks, <laughs> seriously, like to right. make Firstly, your own bread. I, I know what bread flour yeah. is for. Okay. <laughs> You're laughing because I made my own bread during no. lockdown. No, no, that's no. not why I'm okay. laughing. I love you for that. And actually, when I came round to your house and we sat in the garden the other day and you gave me a sandwich and you were like, do you like that bread? And I said, yes, it's very nice. And you said, I made it. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, thank you. So it was delicious. It was the assumption yeah. that everybody is looking for bread flour, which I assure you they were not. Oh no, they really were. No, they weren't. Okay. A lot of people in my <laughs> network were really desperately trying to source bread. Like amongst my friends, we were literally, we'd come round in the front garden with a plastic bag and a spoon and like spoon out 500 grams so you could go home and make bread honestly this happened a lot a lot a lot a lot yeah literally never happened in my world never would happen in my world it was like a it was like a bargaining thing like I'll bring you a packet of Kit Kats that I got in my shop roll. if you give me some of your bread flour honestly it was a thing so I I really did think yesterday wow 
I can't believe a year ago I couldn't get hold of bread and now I can go or bread sh- flour. Or bread flour. Yeah. So I, I, I do feel grateful. Oh. I do. I feel like... So do I. And it's the smallest things yeah. that you... We've become so institutionalised in this lockdown. Our lives were so easy. Our lives were so easy. But small. And actually, I, I don't even think we've realised what we've been missing out on. No. That, that it's going to slowly unfold over the next few weeks, actually. I went to the gym yesterday morning. How was that? It was exhilarating. It's the only way I can describe it. The music was pumping. My trainer, he had his mic on. There was a girl behind me training who I've trained with for a long time. Obviously, I haven't seen her for a while. And I looked at her in mid, in mid-workout and she was just grinning from ear to ear. And I mouthed to her, isn't this great? And we were just grinning. I, yeah. I can't, it was just magic. Because it's not natural for us to have been shut away. And to do, to do something that is so important to me mm. around a community of people, yeah. to have that back again is just, oh, I am so grateful. Yeah. I can't move today, but I'm so <laughs> grateful. <laughs> what else have you been doing for your self-care? Uh, I've booked a haircut along with the rest of the world. Not by me. Not by you, because you're booked up till June. <laughs> so, someone else. Did, did you think of asking me, but you didn't? No, because I put it in the context of, if Nicole was having a baby, would I be her doula? Yes, of course I would. If she was having a baby every six weeks, would I be her doula? I'd be like, at some point. You'd be a concerned doula. I'd be, I'd be like, stop having a baby every six weeks, Nicole. <laughs> I'd be like, you've got enough on your plate. A haircut and a baby are very different. They are. Um, I I did another all walk. I mean, who am I turning into? Someone who does my own self-care practices? I had really bad PMT. Less bad because I'm on the evening primrose oil, but I could feel like a bit of a temper brewing. I thought the best thing would be <laughs> to get out in nature alone. Like just get away from yeah. everyone. So me and the dog went out to the woods. It's all dried up. It's beautiful. So I can do my proper wood walk. You, but you do have the most beautiful woods I know, on your doorstep. But it, when it, it's been thick with mud, but it's dried up a treat now. Anyway, I met this woman. She was basically like Claire Balding, but bird watcher. Oh, she had binoculars. And you know, I have to talk to everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I talk to everyone all the time. So I was like, oh, what, what have you, what, what can you see? She was telling me about this bird and how since lockdown... Did she look like Claire Balding? No, nothing like Claire Balding. But she was telling me how these different birds had come to the area because of lockdown and all sorts of things were happening. And so we did a bit of bird spotting together. I mean, I was like a pig and shit. I was so happy. We are so different. It's amazes so me. It amazes me that your kids think we're the same because you're talking about bread flour and bird watching. <laughs> I mean, we are not the same. Tell your kids we're not the same. <laughs> but you know... I went home, I'd spent an hour in nature, I'd done a bit of bird spotting, I'd had all these little micro-relationships with the other people in the woods. Oh, good morning. Micro-relationships with other people people in the woods. We're going to talk about those. Hold on. Yeah. Just go back on what you just said. Okay. There is a TED Talk given about what gives people longevity in life, a top 10. I might, I'm going to send it to you. And all the things that you think would keep you alive are not necessarily the things that are correct. So things like stop smoking and stop drinking alcohol, they're at like number Seven and eight on the list. I don't. Number two and number one on the list of... Can I guess? Go on. I reckon, what? well, it's got to be community in some way of like relating to other people. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah, that's number two. That's number two. So number one must be... Micro relationships. Oh, you you getting the answer? We just said it. Micro relationship is your postman rings on the doorbell to give you a package. Morning, Lee. How are you? Great. Oh, I've got a bit of a sore (laughs) knee, blah, blah, blah. These are like... Has Lee got a sore knee? I don't know. (laughs) new song 
Lee, come on, you do it. No, Lee's, got a, sore, Lee's got a sore knee. Come on. I'm not singing the post, Lee the Postman song. Postman Lee, Postman Lee, Postman Lee, he's got a sore knee. <laughs> My postman actually is called Lee. Um, you better check on how his knee is. But listen, the, you may not know these people's names and you may not know anything about them, but... You have these very short. Did I tell you what happened when the handyman came around the other day? Go on. He walked in. He's actually a friend of my dad's. I have known him for many years. Yeah. Not very well. Yeah. I know him as my dad's handyman. Yeah. And um, we had a few things that needed fixing and he came in. I haven't seen him for about five years. I was like, Joe, how are you, Joe? And literally, I was just following him around the house. He was getting so irritated with me. I knew he was. And I thought, I don't care. I just need to talk to somebody that isn't my husband or my kids. And I was literally just obsessed with Joe. Yeah. But, and he was really unfriendly. Was he? <laughs> I was like, what's happened to you, Joe? You used to be so much friendlier. Yeah. But lockdown aside, loneliness kills a lot of old people. And things like people. having a dog walking around the block and seeing those other people who are walking their dog around the block, chatting to your postman, chatting to the man in the post office queue, they, it, it has actually been proven to, to save keep, lives. To keep you alive. Yeah. That's why I say to you, I talk to everyone. So I feel like I'm going to live forever because I literally I so. talked to a brick wall. I would as well. But you talk to strangers. Uh, always. And yeah. I found now, because I'm new to the dog community, yeah. the dog community is so yes. friendly and so open-hearted. Yes. I love the dog community. You'll never know the name of the owners, but you'll know everything <laughs> about dog. the dogs. Even the consistency of their shit that day, you'll know if that dog's got diarrhea, but you'll never know the name of the owner. You know, there's, it's true because there's people that I walk past and I can say, oh, he's got the two chow chows yeah. and he's got the cavapoo yeah. who's a month older. Yeah. But I couldn't pick them out. If they no. weren't with their dogs, couldn't no. pick them out of a lineup. Yeah, it's true. It's a huge thing. The other thing I will say is I need my kids to go back to school. Right. Mine are back. So right. I have no well, complaints. One there. is back. One is still off for another week. No, I'm done with the children being home. I'm done with the children being home and slapping them. Oh, bit of Yiddish, which means slapping means like taking them places. Dragging. I Dragging. mean, you could also slap a box. You could. <laughs> you could slap. A, you could slap anything you like. Yeah. You could slap on an old cardigan if you like. You could. <laughs> you could. Yeah. That's what slapping is. Anyway, I've been slapping a lot, yeah. and I'm done with the slapping. Okay. Right. Do you want to tell us what's on next week's show? Okay. Next week. Ready for it? We're trying out the Power Hour. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? It just has to be said like that. Does it? Yeah. Okay. You know how you've got all those niggly little tasks that you keep meaning to get around to, but they don't need to be done yes. and they don't have a deadline. And so they just keep sliding to the bottom of that to-do list and yes. they never happen. Yes. Well, that is what a power hour is for. A power hour is dedicated time to tackle tasks that you keep putting off. And that is what we're going to be doing for a whole week. Ugh. Can't wait. No, not my thing. Mm, I'm excited. Me too. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We will be back on Tuesday with our main show of Power Hour. If you want to get in touch, you can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or just take the time to go and write us a review on Apple Podcasts because that is something that makes us very, very happy and keeps us bringing Self Care Club to your ears. Um, thanks for listening. Come join us on Instagram at Self Care Club Pod and we will speak with you again on Tuesday. Bye bye. 
This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident, and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment, and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.